This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruchem Abam. We're continuing in the Sefer, Tzipisoli Yeshua. This is a seminal work of Rabbi Saul Meir, Kagan HaKoyhen. It's a small work. It's only three prakim. And uh, this important work is addressing the question that will be asked of us after 120, Tzipisol Yeshua, did you await the coming of the Salvation Mashiach? Yesterday we established, we brought that the Briskarov uh, taught, based on a careful reading of the Rambam, that there are two distinct articles of faith. One is to believe in the concept of Mashiach, and one is to eagerly anticipate His coming. And according to the Rambam, Mi she'en boy. One who doesn't believe in him or one who doesn't actively await his coming is not only denying other prophets, but he's denying the Torah of So, let us, um, I can answer after the class. But let us address what some of the verses that the Ramam brings to prove these two teachings. Again, that one has to believe in the coming of Sheikh and one has to await his coming. So the Rambam cites the Pasuk, Vishav Hashem Lekecha Shvuzcha Vrichamecha, Vishav Vikibetzcha Mikolo Amim, that Hashem will return your captives. And the, the Rambam cites the Pasuk, If those who are outcasts from you are spread to the edges of the, of the world, from there God will take you and He will gather you. And the question is, these psukim perhaps demonstrate that there is an article of faith to believe that Hashem will redeem us and rest- return our captives. But from where do we see in any of these psukim that one is obligated to await His coming? Again, all these psukim articulate is that there will be a redemption. But from where do we see that one has to actively await His coming? The Rambam then cites a pasuk in Bilam. In Parshas Balak, the Pasuk the Rambam quotes, Erenu Vulayata Ashurenu Vulay Karav. Literally, Erenu, I see the Mashiach, but not now. Ashurenu, we would translate, I gaze, I look at the Mashiach, although he's not close. Says the Briskarav, Divrei Taira, Aniim Bemakoim Echad, Vashim Bemakoim even though we would read the Pasuk, Ashurenu Vilay Karayv, I look at him and he's not close, and all we see is, there is a concept of Mashiach, we need to turn to a Pasuk in Hoshea with the commentary of Rashi. In Hoshea, Perak Yud Gimel, Pasuk Zayin, we read, Vo'ehi lohem k'may shachal, kinomer al derech ashur. Literally, Vo'ehi lohem k'may shachal, I will be to them like a young lion. Kinomer, like a leopard, al derech ashur. We would read the words al derech ashur on the road to Assyria. Says Rashi and Hoshea, every single time the word ashur appears, it's dagush. There's a dot in the shin, and this ashur, there's no dot in the shin. That means, says Rashi, this does not refer to ashur, Assyria, but rather ashur. Says Rashi, ella eroiv. The word ashur means I wait in ambush. The eshkoid. And I anticipate, like in what pasuk? Kamai 
Ashurenu v'loy karayv. Like in the Pasuk and Parshas Balak. Ashurenu v'loy karayv. Rashi and Hoshea is telling us that the words Ashurenu v'loy karayv don't mean I look at Mashiach, although he's not close. Rashi and Hoshea teaches us Ashurenu v'loy karayv means I wait in ambush for the Mashiach. I actively await and yearn and pine and like a lion, lurking, awaiting. When, when is it here? Is it here yet? What are those footsteps? What, what do I see? What, does this mean Mashiach is coming? So back to the Rambam. When the Rambam cites the Pasuk, Erenu Vlayata, Ashurenu Karaiv, the Rambam is saying, not I look at the Mashiach, although he's not close. The Rambam is also proving the article of faith to actively await his coming. Ashurenu Karaiv. I wait in ambush for the coming of Mashiach. Says the Shari Oira, Rameir Tzvi Bergman, this is the source in the Chumash that one not only is required to believe in the Mashiach, but to actively await his coming. The Pasuk Ashurenu Karaiv. So, so far, we saw from the Smak that the Mitzvah to believe in the coming of Mashiach is learned from the Pasuk According to the Rambam, we see yet another detail that it's not enough to believe, but one has to actively await his coming, and that we learn from the Pasuk Let's see the text in the Chavetz Chaim, where the Chavetz Chaim explained that even among the observant Jews, when they look around and they see the widespread, flagrant violation of Severe mitzvahs, they give it, they throw in the towel. They say that it's impossible for the Mashiach to come. And therefore, we read yesterday the Chafetz Chaim says that he finds obligatory to establish Adaraba, just the opposite. In our times, it's more likely for the Mashiach to come. And now the Chafetz Chaim presents the following stunning question. And basically the question is, if you look at the signs outlined in the Chumash of what has to happen for Mashiach to come, we read in Parshat Zavim, what has to happen? Tshuva. Tshuva has to happen. Repentance. Without repentance, Mashiach won't come. But in the times of Mashiach, there will be widespread repentance. Says the Chavetz Chaim, V'ha d'lechoira kasha yistakel ha'adam b'tnoi g'ulo ha'achroina ha'ksuva b'parshat Zavim. Seemingly, when we look carefully at the conditions of redemption, of the final redemption, that are enumerated in Parashat Nisavim, what are they? They will be, when we return to God to listen to His voice, in accordance with the mitzvah that He commanded us, with all our heart, with all our soul, us, and our children, if we do tshuva, God will return our captives. And we look around and we say, well, if Mashiach requires tshuva, well, in our time, uh, are people doing tshuva? No. So I guess Mashiach is not going to come for our time. According to what we see in our time. Now, the generation is not improved. The generation is not worthy. And this gives room to throw in the towel, to be discouraged. 
as we wrote above. So at first glance, we look at the conditions needed to be fulfilled that are mentioned in the Chumash, and they are national repentance, and we don't see that. So that's somewhat disheartening. But the answer is that the Gemara gives other conditions. And the conditions mentioned in the Gemara are at, at superficially contradictory to the conditions listed in the Chumash. Says the Chavetz Chaim, the answer is, according to what we will explain, behold, the following is difficult to us. On the words of our sages themselves, that the sages of the Mishnah gave us a tradition, the Hagamara and the sages of the Gemara, the Simane Hagula of the signs of redemption, signs that are not praiseworthy at all. In other words, the conditions mentioned for Geula in Mishnah and Gemara are just the opposite of what we find in the Chumash. The signs found in the Mishnah and Gemara are very unpraiseworthy. Like in the Mishnah at the end of Masech Soita, or in Sanhedrin in Perek Chelek, what do we read in the Gemara or in the Mishnah regarding the coming of Mashiach? In the time, in the period of the footsteps of Mashiach, brazenness will proliferate. There's no rebuke. The young will ashamed the elderly. The elderly will, have, will honor the young. Ben Menabel of a son disparages his father. Bas Kamabima, a daughter stands up against her mother. and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The people of a person's household will be his enemy. So this is contrary to what we find in the Chumash. The Chumash talks about national repentance, and the Mishnah and the Gemara talk about widespread breakdown of Jewish society. A degenerate generation. Oidsham, we find further there in the Gemara. Chachmas hasoy from Tisrach. The wisdom of the sages will be despised. Fear of sin will be abhorrent. Truth will be missing. And the Gemara explains with the Sanhedrin Isa. That means it will truth will be broken into flocks and flocks and depart. Truth will be missing from the world in a great torrent. Furthermore, the Gemara says, Ben David won't come until slander will proliferate. Or, or the like. And many of these signs of the breakdown of Jewish life, the source of them are found in the Chumash as well. So don't say, well, the Chumash has one take on it. The Chumash says we have to have national repentance, and the Mishnah and the Gemara say it's going to take a degenerate society because all of these conditions mentioned in the Mishnah and the Gemara are sourced in the Chumash. And in the Prophets. Now these negative 
conditions, yeah, sure, we see they're all met. The positive conditions mentioned in the Chumash, now we're very far from national repentance. The negative breakdown of society that the Gemara speaks about, that we see they're all being fulfilled. Likewise, the Chavetz Chaim says, all the other conditions of the travails of the times before Mashiach, they're also all, all have been fulfilled. The Lachoira Yipale, it would seem that it's a wonder, the Haloi Mipsuke Hatoira Nir Lahepach, from the verses of the Torah, we see the opposite. Shahagaula Tia Kasher Nashabal Hashem, that the redemption will be when we repent, when we return to Hashem Kamaisha Kosov, like we read in Nitzavim, the Haya Chiyavayu Alacha, and it will be when it comes upon you. Habrachav haklala, blessing and curse. Vishavta Hashem lekach, you will return to Hashem your God. Vishamata bekoilai, and you will listen to his voice. The Oz Yashiv Hashem Eshvuzcha, then God will restore your captives. And not only is this a condition, meaning not only is national repentance a condition, according to Ramban, it is a promise. It is a prediction. Not only does it need to happen, the Ramban sends the Torah says it will happen. So how do we reconcile this this contradiction? It says the Chavetz Chaim, dvar Hashem. This is a a promise, a prediction from Hashem. that this will be Ramban. So in a nutshell, we have a contradiction. The Chumash says for Mashiach to come, we need national repentance. The Mishnah and the Gemara says, Mashiach is the times of the coming Mashiach. The symptoms of the times of the coming Mashiach are a breakdown of Jewish behavior and society. How do we reconcile this contradiction? And I know you're all um, yearning to have some insight into this. So even though the Seder is, is usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, this week we're even going to do tomorrow, okay? So put on your schedule. We're going to do tomorrow uh, at 4.30. Next week, uh, I'm out of town, um, so stay tuned for next week's schedule. But for this week, we will resume 4.30 tomorrow. And um, hope to see everybody tomorrow at 4.30. Thank you very much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.